Welcome to the Fluent Nerd, a not-so-serious discussion on all things nerdy. I'm Z. I'm Neil. This is a show where we discuss our love-hate relationship with the most famous and infamous franchises, movies, shows, games of the nerd world. This is episode 8, and we're talking about... Independence Day, motherfuckers! Specifically, the 1996 version and just the movie. Yes. Nothing else. Because of the rest of it's shit. You mean the shitty sequel? I think there's a show. I don't know. I don't know. Well, if there is, it's shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, there was just fucking however long it was to make a sequel, and they fucking dropped the goddamn ball on it. Yeah. Um, there could be a comic or something. I don't know. Who knows? This is the 1996 movie. We're talking about the fucking movie. You oh, guys know what the man. fuck we're talking this about. This thing is more American than apple pie and blowjobs, motherfucker. I love this fucking movie. You say love-hate relationship. There's no hate here. It's got aliens. It's got America. It's got Star Trek stuff. It's super American. Um, America! It's got strippers. It does have strippers. Fucking, it's like got some with Top Black Gun. jacket strippers. It's got some Top Gun <laughs> moments with the fucking pilots and shit. This is a fucking great movie. Mm. This is the 90s in a movie. 90s nostalgia. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely know what this movie's about, but we're going to go through it any- anyhow, Yeah. because that's what we do here. Essentially, the movie- Ad nauseum. Yeah. That's, <laughs> hey, you can speak Latin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak Deus, Latino. What? <laughs> Deus ex machinani. Anyway, the movie starts- on July 2nd, I assume 1996. 1996. <laughs> um, when it, I remember that year. I remember that year. Fucking Eric Rudolph blew up our fucking town. Uh-huh. The Olympics came through. And the Braves, aliens the destroyed Braves the won world. the World Series? Like, it was a weird fucking year for this state, huh. city. Weird. Mm-hmm. Shit happened. Um, and in this alternate universe, aliens come. This is the universe I choose to live in. It's a uh, giant alien mothership. 550 kilometers long, which, if you don't speak Europe, is 340 miles across. I speak freedom units. And, and they say in the movie that it is one-fourth the size of the moon, which, holy fuck. Yeah, that's the mothership, though. That's not the ones you act- That's the one that's out in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the ones that actually that's the one go... That, that's the one that Jeff Goldblum and uh, yeah. uh, Will the, Smith eventually The ones you see over up. the cities are 15 miles across. Right. Yeah, actually, that's that's here. Um and essentially aliens come over the moon. SETI picks up a radio signal. And um, SETI being, and for those who don't know, they're, they're essentially a group of scientists that listen for extraterrestrial radio signals, I think it is. Robot noises. Yeah. Robot a- noises. Alien, alien noises. Alien noises. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so aliens come to Earth, and then it starts introducing some of the characters. Uh, we have the president. Bill Pullman? Pullman. Pullman. I always want to say Bill Paxson for some That's reason. It's a different guy. I know. <laughs> I know. Just and like equally, you want to say Roberto Picardo, I want to yeah. say Bill Paxson. Bill, Bill Paxson's Bull. an equally <laughs> badass dude. He's just not in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and there's so many other people in this movie. We'll, we'll save it for a fun fact. Yeah. So. Um, essentially, it starts off with uh, him as the president of the United States. I would vote for him if He's you like ran. a young, hip president, too. Yeah. He's got a little daughter. And his wife's kind of hot. Yeah. She's no, you know, Jackie O, but <laughs> hey. <laughs> but, I was going to say Melania Trump, <laughs> but I couldn't remember her name in time, so there you go. Yeesh. Um, <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> anyway, aliens come. 
the president, uh, he, um, you know, he decides to, you know, stay in D.C. and, you know, minimize panic and shit like that. For about 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, meanwhile, uh, Jeff Goldblum, whose character's name I don't remember. It's Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum doesn't play characters. He plays oh, Jeff Goldblum in every movie. David Levinson. But, no, he plays Jeff Goldblum in He's every just, movie. Yeah. Like in Ragnarok? Yeah. That's just Jeff Goldblum today. Even in like Portlandia, he's just Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> That's all he ever is. And uh, everyone's okay with it. Everyone knows yeah. and everyone's okay with it. No one gives a shit. Yeah. The so the alien mothership starts messing up with like television signals and things like that, and Jeff Goldblum works for like a news thing and he's trying to create, you know, fix all the stuff and he finds out that the signal that aliens are giving out is like a countdown. And he knows that the countdown means checkmate, to quote him. I would shit myself and then probably just shoot myself in the head. If shit I yourself and shoot yourself in that order. I'd shit myself and then shoot. If myself. you shoot yourself, you will shit yourself afterwards. Not necessarily true. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> the more you know. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, we're also introduced to Will Smith, who uh, he's like a marine fighter pilot, some shit. Again, he's just Will Smith. He. Do, do we talk about the conversation we had about? <laughs> about what? <laughs> okay, they address in the in the movie. You know, he's trying to go to NASA, and one of his friends is like, you'll never go to NASA if you're, you know, going <laughs> to marry, marry a, a stripper. stripper. Yeah. And I think Neil said something about, like, oh, yeah, there's something, like, that's not accurate, you know, a Marine dating a stripper. And I was like, fucking really? No, no. I What I said was, do you think he gets shit from the guys at the base for uh, yeah. dating a stripper? And the answer is unequivocally no. <laughs> yeah. Every Marine that I know and every pilot that I know, it would not be a surprise if they were dating or banging a stripper. True. So, yeah. Proceed. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, (laughs) And a marine pilot, you just got to assume that they are dating a stripper. Right. (laughs) But, uh, and again, the the movie starts on July 2nd, and all this stuff's going down where Jeff Goldblum finds, he he gets his dad, who's the best old Jewish man character in any movie ever. He is, yeah. He is. He is actually Abraham. (laughs) He is Abraham and Moses in one character. Um, And it's just, he's the best character in this movie. Uh, and he has him drive him over to D.C., where he tells because the president... Because Jeff Goldblum doesn't have a license in this movie. Well, do a, a lot of people who live in New York don't have a license. Yeah, a lot of people are fucking weird, too. Yeah, a lot of people who live in New York yeah. are fucking weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, I said in New York. Come at us, city. <laughs> come, come at us, city, yeah! <laughs> we live near cow farms and shit. You won't even know what the fuck to do. <laughs> um, essentially, though, he gets to D.C., warns the president, says, hey, we gotta get the fuck out of here. The aliens are counting down. They're gonna kill us all. And they just barely get into Air Force One as they take off and the countdown land ends and it blows up the White House, blows up a bunch of national landmarks. It is the iconic scene of the movie. And it's definitely pre-9-11. <laughs> Most certainly. Because <laughs> we didn't have an emotional reaction to that shit back then. Um, and that was July 2nd. Uh, July 3rd picks up. You know, after the effect, and and again, Will Smith was dating a stripper. The stripper was getting out of town, but she didn't quite get out of town. But she was safe, and so was the dog. Damn it, the dog's safe too. I'll kill thousands of people in a movie, but I won't kill a dog. Pretty much. <laughs> that was the nineties. Dog you. also gave no shits that shit was blowing up behind yeah, him. Yeah, no shits. It was so obviously a green screen. <laughs> it hurt. It was ninety six. It was a simpler time. Yeah. Um. And on July third, uh, the U.S. fights back. They send a bunch of fighter pilots including will smith to go attack the ship uh spoiler alert the ship has fucking shields and who'd have thought that a fucking massive mothership with all sorts of 15 mile long you know baby ships would have some sort of defense system on it i mean who'd who'd have thunk thunk? who'd have thunk if that general had gotten his way we might actually beat him 
The ICBM. ICBM that motherfucker. Dude, okay. I want to take it aside here. Every single alien movie, every single anything, is even in Rick and Morty they did this. We're going to blow them up with the nukes. When is that ever going to work? Uh, we won't know until we try it. Because literally, the other general said it. He goes, well, we'll turn one big thing into a lot of tiny things scra- like screaming yeah, towards Earth. If an, if it's small enough pieces, it'll burn up in the atmosphere. It won't be small enough. It's a... It's a. I think it's like most meteors. If they're less, or if they're, yeah, less than ten feet, they'll burn up in the atmosphere. I don't know if that's true. No, I think it. I think anything less than about ten feet. Ten feet, huh? Yeah. You when know it how, hits the atmosphere and it melt, it melts okay, that much. You blow in the up something that's five hundred kilometers across. You're gonna get pieces that are bigger than ten fucking feet. Maybe. If you did a strategic nuke and like nuke the whole surface okay, of it, okay. Armageddon once, maybe. talked about this. Okay, Armageddon also sent a drill team crew, a fucking it's drilling easier crew. To, easy to train drills. It made no to be goddamn astronauts. sense. So don't fucking quote astronaut <laughs> shit to me from fucking Armageddon, dude. Have you ever? Yeah, heard? it's yeah. That was a whole thing. Who was it? One of the actors ben on Affleck. there. Yeah, Ben he Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. He goes, "What the?" F-? He asked he the asked director the, about it, and, and, and the radio's like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, he was <laughs> like, he was the like, exact words he told him were, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, he was like, "How is it easier for a, a mining team to learn to be astronauts?" than it is for an astronaut team to learn how to use mining equipment. And the director was like, shut the fuck up, Ben. <laughs> Which is... <laughs> mwah, perfect. Don't, don't you quote your it's bullshit perfect. Armageddon facts at me. <laughs> There's only room for one shitty 90s action movie in this Actually, episode. Actually, there's room for a ton. In this episode. <laughs> oh, okay, and it's okay. Independence Day. <laughs> we Proceed. celebrate our Independence Day. Proceed. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, the attack on the ship above L.A. goes like dog shit. I mean, go for it. Blow LA up. No comment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy lives out there. Um, yeah, he's also smart enough to fucking leave when the aliens show up. Very true. <laughs> Quite true. Um, <laughs> he's not gonna be one of the fuckers with the big poster up on the building. Uh, going, we Welcome! definitely know someone who will be though. <laughs> yes, yes we do. <laughs> yes we do. Um, Love you. Um, so yeah, the attack goes awry. Will Smith, because he's Will Smith, survives the attack, but he gets one of the fr- the fighters to follow him into the Grand Canyon. Hashtag plot armor. Hashtag plot armor. <laughs> Hashtag Will Smith. Um, where he eventually, you know, he goes through the canyon. It's that cool scene, and he ejects. The alien crashes, and he brings him out, and he punches him in his alien helmet, but it apparently still knocks him out. Yeah. Because that's how... Welcome to Earth. And he <laughs> drags his ass in the parachute for miles. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Earth. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and then he opens up and uh, smokes his victory cigar. Because, you know, you don't light up till the fat lady sings. Mm-hmm. Um, he then gets found by um, the redneck guy. I can't remember his name. And I can't remember the actor's name Randy either. Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. My comes across hero him in, the, in this movie. Yeah, comes across him in the fucking desert and goes, "Yeah, hey soldier," uh, and he's like leading a convoy of my yeah. fucking well, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid's a uh, former army pilot from uh, Vietnam, so he's he's feeling for the marine pilot. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, but, like and he's leading a convoy of rednecks and and people, which is where I will and, be if uh, this shit ever happens. Absolutely, I will be in the convoy or leading the convoy, and, and they're all heading towards Area Fifty One because that's where you go when aliens attack. Actually, you know that guy in Mad Max Fury Road, Fury Road with the uh, bass that shoots fire, the guitar. Yeah, that's me in the uh, convoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up there on bungees, just like wow, fire yeah. and fire. Out you of can't the really play base. guitar, but you can shoot a flamethrower. I can shoot a flamethrower though. You only have to do one of them well. <laughs> <laughs> just get Spotify to play the guitar. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, 
But eventually they get to Area 51 where the president and them all went as well. Turns out Area 51 was hiding aliens. No. And Commander Data. <laughs> and Lieutenant Commander Data. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, because fucking, fucking, uh, I can't remember his actor's name. Actually, actually it's Dr. Noonien Singh. <laughs> Soong. Soong. Um, Brent Spiner. Brent Spiner's in this fucking Good movie. Job. Just randomly. He's a scientist in Area 51 who studies aliens. Aliens, excuse me. I mean, who goes into science for any other reason? That's a good point. <laughs> Any other non-alien scientists out there? Don't they really don't exist. Don't They're not real. <laughs> um, they get to Area 51, and uh, the president learns that they've had aliens for a long time. The Roswell crash was like a scouting party for these aliens. See, and that's bullshit because the lizard people have a book, and when you get elected president, they let you read the book. Well, they tell him in the movie it was for plausible deniability reasons. No, fuck that. There's a book that the lizard people publish... And you get to read it when you become president. That's why Jimmy Carter, we're going to go alien here for a minute. Jimmy (laughs) Carter, one of his platforms was he was going to tell us all about the aliens when he got elected. And then when he got elected, he went, "Uh, sorry, I can't. Because the aliens were like, here's what's up. Lizard people were like, I mean, we'll eat your family. (laughs) You can tell people it's fine. You know the truth we have. If you tell everyone they're living in the simulation, the simulation will fail and they'll all die. Okay, well, never mind. Hmm. Moving on. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> hmm. If it runs on collective brain power like the Matrix. It looks like a duck. <laughs> Smells huh? like a duck. I'm, I'm saying, man. Quacks like a duck. All right. Well, um, they get to Area 51, and the president, and that's where they bring the new alien in, because the other ones died. Uh, one, Most of them died. I think they most died in the crash, and one of them was alive for a little bit afterward. But they'd been studying their bodies, but they had the live one, and Brett Spiner's character was super excited. And uh, they brought him in, and the aliens have, like, mind control, apparently. Um, And they read the president's mind, some shit happens, and then the president goes, is that glass bulletproof? And then fucking Adam Baldwin, <laughs> fucking Adam Baldwin, Jane from Firefly goes, no, sir, and bl- and shoots the fuck out of an alien with a 9mm, which is awesome. Um, apparently aliens aren't bulletproof either. I don't know what to say that. <laughs> nope, apparently not. Um, so eventually the aliens are doing like a second wave of their attack. You know, they attack the main centers of government, then they're attacking military bases, things like that. Uh, as the main, as one of the um, smaller ships is coming towards Area 51 to finish off the final command of the United States, um, Will Smith and, um, fuck, Jeff Goldblum. Mm-hmm. So many names, man. So many actors in this movie. Wonder Twins. Yeah. <laughs> Salt and Pepper. You um, know, most of their lines were improvised between the two of them. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's pre- well. Also, well, I guess I shouldn't because Jeff Goldblum's lines are. I only play Jeff Goldblum. I'm telling you. Jeff Goldblum has the idea of how to take down the shield and his life. And it's the finds a way. It's the it's the ninety solution to everything. Computer virus. Mm-hmm. Because our computers are definitely compatible with alien uh, computers. Well, did you not catch that it's a giant computerized allegory for War of the Worlds? How did I not catch that? Because you're stupid. Yeah, I am stupid. <laughs> the virus is what kills them in the H.G. Wells. Yeah, War yeah, of the yeah. Canonically, I am yeah. stupid. Um, and there's only one way to get it up there. You got to get up to the mothership. You got to fly it up their butthole. And Will Smith. You got to fly it right up the butthole. Will Smith. <laughs> This is where the movie breaks down a little bit. And, uh, uh-uh. No, it doesn't break down. 
I've seen he his his excuse for how, so they have one of the alien ship that they picked up in Roswell, mm-hmm. and he goes, "I can fly it. I've seen what they're capable of." I'm like, "Okay, I can see how an F-16 flies in an air show. I have no fucking clue how to drive." Okay, a but who the fuck else would you suggest sending up there? The people who've been studying it for fifty years. No. <laughs> if they're they're too much of wimps to steal that thing and joyride it, then they don't don't deserve to drive Which it. Is it in joyride it? Um, everyone. Because everyone would have called about it. Hmm. Maybe they have. If dude, if I worked in that bitch, I'd steal that thing and take off. There's, who's gonna catch you? You ever heard of Bob Lazar? Who? Bob Lazar? No. I'll have to tell you about him after on the off the air because it's okay. too much to talk about. But that dude has pretty much proven to me that aliens exist and they've come here. Um, Lizard people. Pretty much. Um, long story short, Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith fly out to space. Uh, they release the computer virus on the mothership. And all the shields go down, and uh, you know we uh, we save the day. We uh, we we save uh, we save the day, and uh, yeah, and uh, I could get used to the cigars, and uh, I, I, could, <laughs> I could get used to these. Um, and meanwhile, while they're up there, the U.S. of course, the U.S. runs the worldwide America. offensive. It's Fuck there's, yeah. a, there's a part in the movie where, where there's these British guys in the desert, yeah. and they go, "The Americans have a plan of attack." And when he goes, "It's about time," it's you like, know who played that guy, right? No, that was Nigel McEnglish. Fucking Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I do not see that coming. Nigel McEnglishman. Nigel McEnglishman. It's about time those bloody Yanks got their idea together. Oh, I say, I say. What do they say we have to do? Let's follow their orders. And uh, they create a worldwide offensive where they're all attacking different ships. And they're, uh, get on the horn, tell them to bring these suckers down. And something like that. And uh, there's a large, you know, the largest aerial battle in human mankind on the 4th of July, Independence Day. America. It's faith that today is the 4th of July. <laughs> Stop stealing the quotes. I know. <laughs> I just love it so much. Um, and uh, you said Randy Quaid? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he's the only one left with a missile towards the end when the shields are finally brought down. My fucking hero. The missile launching system fails. Mm-hmm. So he says the best shit I've ever heard in a movie, and he suicide bombs right up the alien ship's asshole and brings it down right just in the nick of time. That's how you do it. And uh, there's your plot. There's the fucking plot. Pretty straightforward, but man, I love the this fucking movie. Great. <laughs> I fucking love this movie so much. All right, we'll come back in a minute with some fun facts. Okay, so obviously there's a bunch of good actors in this. We're gonna go through them and what they've been in other nerdy stuff. There's a lot to cover here. I love these. Will Smith, movies. Men in Black, obviously. Yeah. Wow, Wow West. Wicked, wicked, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Desperado. He was in Bright. Not a fan. Eh, I wasn't either. Uh, Not new, a great movie. The new Aladdin. Oh fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad, Deadshot, yeah. Hancock, which was great, pretty good movie. I did like that movie. And the really, really, really bad version of I Am Legend. <sighs> yeah, yep, yeah. Obviously, he's another shit. But we're talking about the nerdy stuff, so I don't care about the Fresh Prince, <laughs> which I've never <laughs> seen. You've not never seen s- Fresh Prince? Nope, not even a single episode. What the fuck is wrong with you? Mm. Continue. Jeff Goldblum. Jurassic Park, obviously. Da, 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 da. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was in Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Call of Duty Black Ops 3. 
<laughs> okay. He's a voice in that. <laughs> hey, you and uh, you need to uh, you need to uh, go to the uh, the objective. Uh, you should uh, totally uh, reload this gun and kill that their guy. <laughs> Why is he Canadian when he do his voice? I don't know, guy. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck he's from. He's got a strange accent. He's Jewish. That, wow. He's from New York. He's a New York Jew. Wow. Jeez. That's just what he is. That's not an insult. I had a Jewish friend tell me one time. I was like, "What is offensive when you're talking about Jewish people?" And he's like, "You can't say any word in front of it." I was like, you're a fucking awesome Jew. And he's like, hmm, touche. <laughs> <laughs> Although, there's still a little bit of a sting to that. Like, Not really. Like, mm. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's in several of those. God, who's that shitty weird director who does like the Life Aquatic? He was in that. Oh. He was in the Grand Budapest oh, Hotel. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know. I cannot remember that. He does those weird, weird yeah. ass movies. Uh, apparently, he was in King of the Hill. Really? Yeah, I don't. I just rewatched King of the Hill and I can't recall who he was. Interesting. He was in The Prince of Egypt. I I don't know that movie. That's an animated movie. I think we have to cover it. I've heard it's really good. Hmm. And I think um, is it like I think John Williams did the sound for it and everything. Hmm. Is that like a movie? No, Prince of Persia was something else. Yeah, that was a bad movie. And then going back to like the eighties, he was in Earth Girls Are Easy, which we're going to cover <laughs> that eventually. Have you ever seen it? <laughs> no, but it sounds amazing. Um, if I remember correctly, and I may be completely off. But as I recall, him and a couple other people are aliens, and they get sent down here with the goal to, like, make a hybrid. And they discover that Earth Girls are kind of skanky, and they spend most of the movie, I think, like, hitting on this girl, huh. if I recall. I may be completely So it's off. like a buddy comedy kind of thing? Yeah, it's, it's a quirky 80s comedy thing. It's right up our alley. Nice. Or my alley. And, of course, he was in the awesome 80s remake of The Fly. That was a good movie. But yeah, that's one of those I made you watch. That's that's one of those. Actually, you haven't made me watch it. I watched it on my own. Oh, I made someone um, watch it. I I that's one of those movies. I really surprised they haven't made a modern remake of it. They have. I'm pretty sure they came out one in the 2000s. Huh. Yeah. So Bill Pullman is also in Scary Movie Four. He's in The Grudge. Oh fuck, he was in Scary Movie Four. Yep. Um, he was in The Grudge. Apparently, I never watched it, but yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it since it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was in Titan AE, apparently. I haven't seen that. That is not a bad movie, by the way. I actually like that movie. Yeah, I think we were talking about doing Matt that. Damon's a, Matt, Matt Damon is the main <laughs> star in it. Uh, he's also in Spaceballs. Yes, he is. He's the main character in Spaceballs. He's, um, oh, fuck. Lone Star. Lone Star. That's him. <laughs> so, give me the raspberry. Yep. Mary McDowell. Uh, the president's wife yeah. obviously was the president in Battlestar Galactica. Which Madam President, I fucking love that show. Uh, she was also the mom in Donnie Darko. Oh fuck, she was. Uh-huh. And she was in Scream Four and Dances with Wolves. And Dances with Wolves. Uh, Randy Quaid, my boy, <laughs> was cousin Eddie in Vegas. All the Vegas, uh, not Vegas, yep. but the uh, the vacation movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Uh, he was also apparently in the Adventures of Pluto Nash. Never heard of it. Eddie Murphy animated show or animated movie from like the early 2000s. Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, he was in Not Another Teen Movie. He was <laughs> the dad. Right he was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was in Kingpin, the bowling movie. <laughs> and he was apparently in Days of Thunder, which I haven't seen. I, I don't think I've heard of that. It's Tom Cruise movie. Apparently, it's the racing version of Top Gun from what I've heard from a bunch oh, of people. Oh, you know, I have. I like think a NASCAR version yeah. of Top Gun. I haven't Gun. seen the movie, but I've, I've heard of it. Yeah, so Brent Spiner obviously is Data. Uh, he's also apparently in Star Wars Rebels, which is the like one of the few Star Wars things I've never seen, huh. just because I don't want to pay extra money for it. Yeah, same. Uh, 
He apparently was in Warehouse 13 as well. I heard of that show. I think I watched the did, first. Did yeah, you know he also actually voiced the Joker at one point? Did not know that. Yeah, but apparently I didn't this like is it, a good but... one. He voiced Conan O'Brien in South Park: Bigger, Longer, and Uncut. <laughs> Which I can't imagine it's that hard <laughs> to get Conan O'Brien to voice himself. But <laughs> how do you? I, I... South Park does that though. They, whenever they have celebrities on, yeah. they just have them voice random shit. They had um, that's funny. God, who's that pretty boy? guy who's in um, Ocean's Eleven and all that. The George main, Clooney? Yeah. George Clooney played a dog in that movie. Oh, that's right. I knew that. <laughs> I did know that. He goes, yeah. bark. Yeah, that's bark, his only bark. line. So I guess they just, <laughs> the, the Trent and Matt on that fucking, uh, on South Park are just phenomenal. That's hilarious. I love the way they do that's shit. That's amazing. And then, all right, so Adam Baldwin, I was alluding to someone who's been in like everything. Yeah. Adam Baldwin's been in fucking everything. Yeah, he has. So he voiced several um, characters in DC sh- uh, games and shows over the years. He was really? in like, Arkham Asylum. Um, oh, shit. He played Superman in like a whole TV series, apparently. Wow. He played Metamorpho in another one. Um, he was in a Transformers show in 2011, TV show. Uh, he was a character in Mass Effect 2. I need to look up who he was because that's one of my favorite Cal games. Cal Rigar. Cal Rigar. Huh. I knew I had to write that one I'm down re- for you. I'm replaying it right now. So yeah. Also, he was in Halo Three and Halo Three ODST. ODST. Whatever. Orbital Drop Shock Trooper. He played Dutch. Oh my fucking god! Apparently, I don't know. It's been years since I played that game. He's also in Half Life Two, which I haven't played any of the Half Life games. I haven't either. Kind of, yeah, that's, that's kind of that's, a hit to our nerd cred. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, we'll, we'll cut that out. <laughs> um, he's also Jane Cobb in Firefly and Serenity. He was the hero yeah. of Canton, the one also Jane. apparently in Stargate SG One. I don't know. I haven't seen that. Actually, I've seen the previews and I saw him in that. But he's in uh, X Files, which I just recently rewatched. Yeah. He um, isn't fucking everything. I'm not done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was in a Men in Black TV show. I didn't even know there was a Men in Black TV show. Me neither. And he was in The Patriot, which is not nerdy, but I love I that I knew that. Yeah. I remember. He's the, oh, he's the fucking traitor. Yep. So that's Adam Baldwin. Traitor. Um, obviously, there's a Baldwin in every movie ever made. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a community college and film a movie there's like a Baldwin on campus, there's a Baldwin that just appears. You just actually say Baldwin three a, times, and he comes pops up like Beetlejuice. There's a Baldwin and probably a Wahlberg, too. Ooh, we got to cover Beetlejuice. I can't say it again. That would be three. But we have to cover that maybe at some point. Don't you do It's just me, so <laughs> I'm already here. <laughs> Fuck. And then Harvey Firestein, um, he's that guy who dies in the movie. Uh, he's in the car, and the other car falls on top of him. He's like the friend who's oh, he's got that very distinct weird he's voice. The, he's like the weird maybe gay boss guy that talks like this hey i gotta call my lawyer yeah, i'm not gonna so, call my lawyer he was in uh mrs doubtfire he was in big mouth which if you haven't seen that show it's actually pretty i haven't seen it. i know I, I know nick kroll made it and it, i'm a big fan of his so um he was a family guy and the new dark crystal series it's coming the out the new dark crystal series yep. and he's also yao in mulan <laughs> now that you're thinking about who he is oh my god it's absolutely him yes. right yes Let's oh get down to business to, to defeat, defeat the Huns. Yeah, he was in Kingdom Hearts 2, and he was I've in the Hercules TV show. Okay. Yeah. I think I may have watched a handful of episodes as a kid. But I have a friend who's really into that show. I just, no, I can't get it. Yeah. I like right. the Hercules movie. So that's just the actor shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even close to done with fun facts. 
All right, so according to the uh, co-producer, Dean Devlin, and the producer, producer, co-writer, whatever he is, mm-hmm. uh, the U.S. military agreed to support the film by letting people film at the, uh, letting them film at the bases, but they withdrew their support after learning there were references to Area 51. Wow. Yeah. Shady shit. Hmm. So the scene where Will Smith's dragging the unconscious alien across the salt flats was actually filmed in the Great Salt Flat in Utah. And when he says, <laughs> what the hell is that smell? It's because the Great Salt Lake actually it was home to a bunch of tiny crustaceans called brine shrimp. And they sunk to the bottom of the lake. And apparently when you walk across it and you like disturb that layer, you can actually smell these dead decomposed fucking shrimp. And no one told him about it. And so he actually was like dragging this fake alien and was like what the hell is that smell and it was a real line and like we're keeping it in (laughs) (laughs) that's a g move i like that okay i I, we specifically rewatched the speech scene for a reason yes and the reason is that when they filmed that it was august 6th 1995 and the airplane hangar they filmed in front of used to hold the enola gay oh which took off on august 6th 1945 exactly 50 years to the day holy shit yeah bro I can't tell if that's amazing or like, ugh. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, and like I said already, speech, man. yeah, Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith, they improvised all their lines. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So this movie holds the record for the most miniature model work to appear in one film and is likely to hold that record forever. Because of CGI? Because of CGI. So um, they said there are probably more miniatures in this movie than there are in any other two films combined. Wow. He said basically that since the digital stuff's so big now, uh, most experts say this is probably going to be the forever record. That's pretty fucking cool. Right? It's a good ha- uh, thing to hang your hat on. Yep. Uh, Must be the most American fucking movie on the fucking planet. Yeah. So Fuck. in the briefing scene um, at Area 51, you can see like a night vision panning of the base. Yeah. And that's actually from a sh- uh, from a movie called uh, – or there's your actual like – found footage type things that someone filmed from something called Freedom Ridge, which is like a ridge that hangs over Area 51 you used to be able to go to publicly. Oh, yeah. And these are things that people actually filmed themselves, and the government took that shit over in the 90s, the late 90s, and you can't get there anymore. Yeah, they expanded the uh, the area. But, hey, if we all storm it, they can't kill us all. <laughs> Don't go to Area 51, please. We will gladly put someone on the air who's there. But we're not going. <laughs> no, I'm if you not. You to call us live from this, and we can hear you get shot to death. I'm not going. I am not a part of this. This is. I am not supporting that. Don't do it. I'm not supporting it. But if you want to call us, we'll live stream you. No, no, we won't. I will personally. <laughs> so, uh, one of the um, lines from Jurassic Park, Jeff Goldblum says it in this movie as well. He says, "We must go faster. Must go faster. Must go faster. Must go faster." <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was from Jurassic Park. He yeah, did it again. Yeah, it was. Um, so again, on the salt flats, uh, a bunch of the crew were wearing long pants and still managed to get sunburned up their legs because the white surface. Yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. goes up your pant leg and burns you. Which, with my complexion, I would have just fucking melted. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> So this movie got massive hype when it came out, and it actually had to postpone the release of Mars Attacks because it was supposed to come out in the same year. Because it's also the same movie. It, Mars Attacks is infinitely more fun. It's more campy. Oh, it's certainly more campy. <laughs> but you, you, you get a freedom boner from Independence Day, but you laugh your ass off at Mars Attacks. They're yes. different things. They're the same movie. I and mean, Mars Attacks has Danny DeVito in it, even like. Oh, come on. fuck! It does. Yeah. 
Anyway, they had to push it back from summer to Christmas, and Steven Spielberg actually canceled his plans to direct a War of the Worlds movie and put it off until 2005 because of this movie. Damn. Yeah. Did you ever watch that War, War of the Worlds movie Pro- with Tom Cruise? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I think once when it came eh. out. This has got Dakota Fanning in it. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of hers, but. So this uh, movie was banned in Lebanon under yeah. pressure from Hezbollah. Because it had scenes where Iraqis and Israelis joined forces, and that's just not allowed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the thing. Got to put aside our petty differences. Apparently not. No. So the uh, helicopter they used for the welcome wagon was a Sikorsky S-64 sky crane with a bunch of flashing lights. And in the DVD commentary, they said that when they actually flew it the first time with the lights on, they got 150 calls from Orange County in California from people saying there was a UFO flying around. <laughs> Irony. Yeah. This one's good. Um, according to a uh, record release, limited release of the score of this movie that came out recently, the, there's a drum rhythm that comes out in the invasion scenes, mm-hmm. and they're actually playing the Morse code letters for D-I-E. Oh, Duck. Holy <laughs> shit, right? That's pretty cool. So, Small little details. Mary McDonald uh, actually accepted the role when her agent called her and said, it's a movie about 15-mile spaceships, 15-mile-wide spaceships. <laughs> and she's like, all right, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be in it for a total of five fucking minutes. And so this one's real topical. Um, President Whitmore was originally supposed to be more like a Nixon figure, and they wanted Kevin Spacey to do it because he was Dean Devlin's friend from oh, high school. Oh, fuck, I'm so happy that didn't happen. So an executive at Fox refused to cast him, saying he didn't have the potential to be a big star. <laughs> that or he just knew the shit he was doing at the time. Uh, yeah. Anyway, they rewrote it and gave it to Bill Pullman. And, of course, Kevin Spacey later became yeah. a bigger star than Pullman. Yeah. Uh, until he yeah. got Arguably, caught yeah. being a fucking creep. Um, yep. And he actually played an alien in K-Pax. And he played the president in House of Cards. So he got to play pretty much every role from yeah. the movie. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So did Jen A. Jen Forrest A. Gump. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. What else is she in? She was in something else. Tons of shit. I don't know. Not this movie. We didn't write all that shit down. Oh, so except for the biplane scene with the crop dusting, yeah. every other airplane is either a model or a computer-generated effect. Damn. Mm-hmm. Every other airplane. Yep. So. <laughs> wow. The interior scenes for the White House were originally built for the movie The American President in 1995, and they were actually used for Mars Attacks in 96 and Nixon in 95. <laughs> <laughs> they used the same set for Mars Attacks? That's amazing. Yeah, literally the same movie. That's so cool. And so uh, also the alien spacecraft in Area 51 was a full-scale model. It was 65 feet wide. Oh, shit. Right? So, no, it wasn't full-scale. No, it was. Full-scale model would be 550 kilometers. No, the alien spacecraft in Area 51. Oh, this, I'm sorry. The little, I, like, fighter jet thing. Got it. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And my last fun fact, I don't know how fun this one is, but uh, they were filming at the Los Angeles International Airport, and they had to delay it several days due to a threat from the Unabomber, (laughs) Ted Kaczynski. Oh, shit. How much more 90s can you get of a movie? How much more 90s can you get? That's amazing. (laughs) Not amazing for that, but I'm saying it's so... This movie is the 90s in a movie. It's amazing. Yeah. But uh, holy shit, I can't wait to hear what kind of fan theories you have for this. I don't have any fan theories. Fuck. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll find some in between. Yeah. Give us a few minutes while I Google some shit. <laughs> All right. So uh, after some exhaustive review of my thesauri laying around, there are no fan theories about this that are worth a shit. 
Because, you know, you find fan, fan theories in thesauruses. I do. <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> yep. The only one I saw, someone said that um, the force fields on the ships are necessary for space travel. Like that's not oh, really like a, a deflector dish. Not really a like fan Star theory, Trek. though. I mean, that's just like facts. That's just stupid. It's sci-fi facts. So I'll see. You don't know how they travel through space. Yeah, they could fold like uh, yeah. Dune. Yeah, yeah. Or quantum jump like in Battlestar. True. What is it they say? Uh, spinning up the FTL drive. <laughs> yeah, the God's damn FTL drive. Mary McDonald was forty-third in the line of succession. <laughs> Um, God damn it. <laughs> what was your favorite part of this movie, Z? Easily, Randy Quaid flying into the butthole of the ship while telling his son, tell my, tell my boy, tell my kids I love them. In the, hold on, what is the line? In the words of my generation, up yours! God damn. <laughs> my ears just blasted out. I'm gonna have we to just s- lost every viewer. I'm going to have to get edit that, that down. down a little bit. Just bleep Jesus. it out. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> That's easily my favorite line of the movie. And it is the culminating because, moment. Yeah, this I said this to you while we were watching it, but that is the epitome of the American redneck that is the reason America exists. Yeah, Z um, has this theory that rednecks... It's not a fucking theory. A bunch of pissed off colonials... With guns, rebelled against the British government and got their way. They shot Nigel McEnglishman. They fucking kicked his fucking dainty little tea <laughs> into the fucking harbor and said, go Those fuck Those were Bostonians. Yourself. What? Those were Bostonians. Who were? The tea? Yes. The Boston Tea Party were people from Boston, not I rednecks. I know. They're, okay, they're Yanks. They're all rednecks. Every Boston American rednecks. every American was a redneck to Got the British. It. All right, all right. The spirit of America is all a redneck. Right. That's I what hear I'm saying. You. I hear you. I hear you. God. It was still a frontier. You walked like 10 <laughs> feet out of fucking Boston, and it's fucking country, and there's Indians <laughs> trying to kill you. It's t- Native American Z. Uh, they call themselves Indians. <laughs> I know. God. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's essential America. It's this guy... He's fucking military, former military guy. He fucking hates aliens, and <laughs> they sexually. He's a drunk him. all throughout the movie. Like he's just, he's your quintessential American hero. <laughs> I'm a pilot, <laughs> not like fucking yeah. Who can fly this thing? <laughs> Fuck it. I've only had six liters of beer. I'm good. Or six liters of American units of beer. Or American <laughs> units of beer. Pints. That's not even American ounces. Fuck. I don't know. Anyhow. Gallons. I had six gallons. I'm good. (laughs) That's my favorite part. Randy Quaid. That's fair. That's fair. My favorite part. It's so easy to say the president's speech. It's a great scene. Um, But honestly, I I actually really liked uh, Brent Spiner. Just surprise Brent Spiner. You know, just Brent Spiner? Brent Spiner. Brent. Yeah, surprise Brent Spiner. Just kind of like, oh, hey, it's it's Data. (laughs) He's got long hair. He's really quirky. It's kind of weird. Um, and, uh, so yeah, just, I guess, surprise Brent Spiner and the president's speech were all, uh, valid favorite parts of mine. Yep. Um, we will not go quietly into the good night. Into the night. Fuck, mm-hmm. I already fucked it up. Good job. Um, what's your least favorite part of the, the movie? The sequel. <laughs> you fucking stole mine. <laughs> you fucking stole mine. Uh, I'm... I don't even recall anything about this. How bad it is. It just it doesn't have any of the magic. Bill Pullman doesn't even do a speech. Oh, gross. He doesn't even do a speech. Gross. 
I don't know. What? You had... Wait, when did it come out? Like two years ago, three years ago? Something like that? Like, yeah. Over 15 you years. You had one job. Over 15 years to write this fucking script. And we should have had Mary McDonald take over as president. She dies in this movie. Well, okay. Zombies. <laughs> Twin. Alien zombies. Twin. Alternate universe. It's sci-fi, bitch. There's a billion ways she could come back. And then they brought one of the discount Hemsworth brothers into it, too. <laughs> Fuck. Such a bad movie. Uh, we anyway. will not be covering that individually. We're just not going to do it. No, fuck that. <laughs> it's our podcast. We can do what the fuck we want. <laughs> um, we'll cover Gremlins 2 before we cover that. And we're not covering Gremlins 2. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I want you to watch it one day and be like, actually, I don't really like this one. <laughs> That'd be funny. That would be hilarious. It's not happen, but it'd no, be funny. probably not. Um, if I had to pick a least favorite part of this movie... God, I don't know, man. I love this fucking movie. It's a great fucking movie. Um, I'm certain part of it has to do with n- n- the nostalgia factor. For sure. but Because um, we both grew up in the 90s. Yeah, it's a great movie. I grew up in the 1690s, actually. Well, yeah. I mean. The third time. I just said the 90s. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's a cop-out, but I don't really have a least favorite part of this movie. And you already copped out by saying the sequel. So, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's got nostalgia goggles. I mean, I mean. Tell us what your least favorite part is, or if you have any criticisms of this, we're going to promptly ignore the fuck out of it. I was going to say, make sure you label it clearly as Independence Day least favorite so we can just delete it without reading it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how we're going to handle this. Like like complete, consummate professional adults. So if you haven't figured out. By deleting your email. If you haven't figured out already, we highly recommend this movie if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, you're either 10 years old or you've been living in a cave, um, or you're blind, or you're not American. You could live in Lebanon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So if you live in Lebanon, get a pirate copy mm-hmm. um, and watch this fucking movie, guys. And, you, you know how they, it, like, they DVD copied like, all these copies of inter- the interview and threw them over the border? Yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing in Lebanon. <laughs> Here's a 20-something-year-old mo- Oh, God, it's over 30 years old now. Yeah. No, it's, no not. it's not. I can't math. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was 20 years old in 2016. <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. Anyway. So it's 23 years old. Yep. So this episode... It's old enough to drink. Yeah, this episode comes out while we're at Dragon Con. Yes, it does. So if you hear this and it just popped up on your feed and you're at Dragon Con and you're listening to a podcast for some fucking reason, <laughs> come find us, I if guess. You, if you're too tired and you're just hanging out in the room or whatever. Yeah. Come at us and we'll maybe give you a sticker. I mean, if you come find us at Dragon Con, we're definitely giving you a sticker. If we still have them. Or if we're, you know sober enough to find them that is a big if <laughs> that is a big if um, anyway but yeah rewatch this movie if you even if you've seen it a thousand times it's so worth it um and uh we thank you guys for listening and uh we'll, we'll see you next time maybe a dragon con in the words of my generation up, up yours <laughs>
we can't be consumed with our petty all right guys so thanks for listening to the fluent nerd join us next week uh you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram at the fluent nerd uh if you like what you heard please leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts and also tell your friends about us seriously text one right now or shout if you happen to be in public and should we win the day? You can send your feedback, no show ideas, or behind-the-scenes stories to thefluentnerd at gmail.com. And we'll give a very special thanks to our musical talent, we Sean Ryan. We will not Ryan. go quietly into the night. Check we will him. not vanish without a fight. Check him out on We're Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. We're going to survive. <laughs> Again, Sean Ryan. And we'll see you guys next week. God bless America. I had to do the last four lines loud. <laughs>